The PWC Network. What the world is watching and listening to. Yes, that's right, infidels. You found us here, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, where you get the most real talk, the best reviews of all your favorite wrestling shows from AEW and WWE, Impact, and more, because we're going to break it all down with the best staff in professional wrestling at HMG. So you don't need to go anywhere else, because there's no five stars here. There's only $5 face slaps, infidel. Hello, so sign up today, channelattitude.com, Hameen Media Group, and join the Hameen Army for the most real talk in professional wrestling. YOLO! <laughs> Crown new champions and... Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. Crowned new champions in the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament. Let's bring them out right now. The women's champion, Willow Nightingale. The men's champion, Absolute Ricky Starks. And now, this is the second year of this wonderful tournament. In memory of Owen Hart, please welcome, escorted by our owner and CEO of AEW, Tony Khan, please stand up and welcome Dr. Martha Hart! reception you guys it is so wonderful to be here in Calgary with Tony Khan yeah the entire AEW family my own family and my Owen Hart Foundation committee members to conclude the Owen Hart Foundation tournament in our own backyard Calgary Alberta Canada Hart and the Owen Hart Foundation. And just a quick 
thank you to Chris Jericho, Jeff Jarrett, and my kids, Oja and Athena, for all their support. Now this is the first time that AEW has come to Calgary, and what better way to crown our newest Owen Hart Foundation Tournament Champions than during the city's most iconic event, the Calgary Stampede, also known as the greatest outdoor show on earth. <laughs> to add to the wonderment of this spectacular night, it is especially meaningful to be only steps away from where it all began, at the historical Calgary Pavilion, where wrestling legend Stu Hart classically created Stampede Wrestling and launched the careers of so many in this business, including the illustrious Owen Hart, who, like his father, was not only an amazing wrestler, but a very good man. So, without further ado, I would now like to congratulate the heroic winners of this year's Owen Hart Foundation Tournament, who rose to the occasion and fought the good fight with tremendous skill and precision. You are both now knighted as victors and you shall receive your well-deserved belts and chalices. But, but, carry them with pride because from now on until forever, you will forever represent the kingdom of Owen Hart. Prestige indeed. Owen Hart may be gone, but Owen's heart and sense of humor will be remembered forever. Absolutely beautiful words from Dr. Martha Hart. Let's get into uh, Battle of the Belts, shall we, gentlemen? Orange Cassidy and Lance Archer for the International Championship. Uh, Archer's back with Jake. When did that happen? I missed that. Yesterday, or two days. Uh, yeah. It happened. It happened for, well, technically Wednesday, uh, but Rampage. We saw it on uh, Friday night, and uh, yeah, th this is great. I think I think first had some back tattoo work added on there, so it looks, he looks less bigger tramp. too, man. Yeah, Will's tattoos look less tramp stampy there at the bottom. It was just <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Growing out of the, the tree there, so that 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 that's that's badass having a an angel on here. when he was Vance Archer. Back in the day, if you know what I mean, mm -hmm. he, that champ stamp was pretty bad. But thank God he's grown a lot. Well, it was long-term you know I mean. tattoo booking, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, sure. <laughs> whether this happened, I don't know. But uh, it, on Rampage, Jake did a little outside offense, which was uh, terrifyingly slow and terrifyingly gen in general. Okay, cool. Uh, so just you know, but just so I, why? You know what? I I really that you know what they need to do. They need to have Jake Roberts go to the top of a ladder and then jump through a table on top of somebody. Hell that yeah. would be awesome, right? Yeah, just like the other legend did too, right? I mean, and honestly, not... what what they need to do is just have Jake Roberts cut the best promo he can for 
uh, Lance Archer record it and tell him he doesn't need to go to shows and put it on the Jumbotron. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Um, speaking of Jake, <laughs> speaking of Jake, he gets a he gets a chant from the crowd to begin the match. Uh, Lance takes quick control. Uh, Cassidy isn't going to be able to strike with them, which I mean, is this logic? Because that looks logical to me, and that's that's awfully nice to see. Um, then Archer beats up some security for some reason. I could not figure out why the fuck he was fighting security. Why was security there? Th- this is a wrestling match. Nobody's done anything illegal. Um, uh, good. You know, I can't. I can't thank you enough for pointing that out because I really thought that I missed something as to why he was doing it. And even when Orange Cassidy used that a little bit later, it didn't have any lasting it had like a, a second of like a one one thousand effect i mean so it, it was like a spot for nothing i guess it's just to prove the lance archer is mean but orange cassidy is sort of smart in his runaway but both but neither of those things made sense yeah there's no no not good uh, uh cassidy sells well for archer for most of this match um look we know what should happen here right like lance should just eat this fucking guy alive um but we also know that that isn't going to be what happens in this match so um the announcers definitely into this match like like jimmy was saying you know ian riccoboni uh very very animated for this the crowd not really you know when you compare it to the tag match or the punk match um and I, I honestly, I, I'm not going to say that this is just because of a, it was a come down. I actually think that the crowd is starting to have trouble with this logically. Like, how? How is this teeny tiny little skinny man, you know, <laughs> holding his own against somebody the size, like the pure fucking dimensions of a Lance Archer? How? Uh, and I think it's that called it bullshit does, power, Chris. That's what I it's think called. that it's. I think that it's starting to take people out. Um, Jake teases a DDT on the outside, and then he gets upset when Lance doesn't let him do it. He even kicks the ring steps, which I found kind of... uh, Like, I honestly... This is the thing with Jake Roberts being there in person, and I think that this is... This is exactly right, Jeff. Why, like, he should just cut a promo and it should be in a dark room or whatever, and then you should just have, like, a video over over his cutting a promo. Because, honestly... What I feel when I see Jake Roberts at ringside is like cute old man vibes. You know how like you get like a cute old grandpa and you just want to like you just want to give him a hug like or you just want him to like pat you on the head or something because he's because yeah. he's just like a cute old man. Those are the vibes I get from Jake Roberts. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we know you scored four touchdowns and for Polkai against Pork Chop Johnson or whatever. <laughs> yeah, the, you know, this is Al Bundy. He's, he's, you know, the guy who peaked in high school when he when he scored four touchdowns in one high school football game. I should I actually do remember that episode. As a matter of fact, I loved it. Was that, it was like every yeah. episode. All right, Grandpa. Exactly. I mean, the only thing I hope happens here. I mean, you'll get to the end of the match soon, and and because that maybe Lance Archer sticks around and demands a rematch, and maybe Jake Roberts costs him that rematch and then lance archer turns face but will we ever see him again after that who knows i i mean but at least it'll make 
something of a sense. I mean, well, tell me this, Jeff. Didn't Lance Archer's contract get bought out from Jake the Snake like over a year ago, if you remember? Uh, I, whatever it is, those are those are fake contracts. So, oh, uh, oh so I I, I don't bad. know, but his I know that his contract. I mean, according to our friend John Enright, I think his contract uh, ends in the early part of twenty twenty four. Well, there you go. You actually just. I was actually being serious in storyline wise, but but I'm glad you said that anyway because Chris Willen actually asked that question, so that answers your question, Chris. As a matter of fact, yeah, that's what but, Johnson um, did a three year deal and he signed what in 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 the early part of uh, he was one of their first big free agent signings, but it wasn't in 2019. 2020, I think. Yeah, so maybe, so it's probably it's probably sometime later this year. But he, you know, who knows? They had a lot of options for one year or whatnot. He might be on I, I recall John I recall John actually saying that his contract was coming up pretty soon. Yeah, that 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 actually makes sense. If it's three years and he signed in twenty twenty one midway through it, that's sort of where we are. Did he uh, ever get injured though during his contract? I don't know. I remember he once bounced right yeah, on his he, head. He knocked oh, yeah, yeah, he knocked himself out pretty badly with that uh, yeah, he landed on his head. Well then he's gonna get signed for another year then. <laughs> I have no idea. But but in storyline-wise, this is what I was trying to say before, Jeff. Didn't his contract get bought out from LFI or someone like that, from Jake the Snakes I, I or do Andrade's? Not I don't remember that happening. It doesn't mean it didn't happen. I just don't. I have no recollection of that. For some reason, I recall that, but I could be wrong. But, yeah. I'm with Jeff. I don't remember, and it doesn't mean that it didn't happen, but I don't remember it. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, Cassidy eventually wins by countout in what was definitely the quietest countout ever by a referee. I had I no idea that he was counting to 10. All of a sudden, the bell rings, and Orange Cassidy's music plays, and then the announcers are like, oh, he was counted out, he was counted. And I'm like, okay, so the referee didn't count loud enough that anybody could hear it. I didn't know he was even fucking counting. The announcers weren't constantly on about, hey, he's got to get, but they got to get back in the ring. They've got the, the, the referees at no, a count of eight already. What's that? going on? The, nothing, nothing. But, you know so what? all of the logic, all of the, all of the basic wrestling logic that we saw throughout most of this show thrown out the window. This is a production problem, okay? I'm going to go ahead and say that whoever's producing this, you did a really good job having the timekeeper say five minutes left in the match in the opener. But this is egregious, especially when it leads to the finish of the match. We need to know what's coming. Otherwise, it feels very cheap. It feels awful for a wrestling fan. All you of a sudden, the match is over. We had no idea. Do you think it's possible they actually switch the production the production teams like the collision staff tags out and the and the dynamite rampage staff tags in because that that's entirely so it, because it doesn't even make sense Lance Archer is a heel if he knows that that, that, that there's a countout and that that's the champion's advantage forget that's a heel way of winning but it's a champion's advantage and and yep. he does and the title doesn't switch if you're Lance Archer wouldn't you go down there go through everyone you already beat up security guards for no reason. You, you, go go through get through everyone pick them up throw them back in the ring i mean that that that's what heels do instead he just stood, stood there and and took his win it's like he was as surprised as anyone else yeah no i didn't good. even i didn't even know orange cassidy won the match until i heard the music and they're like our first uh, the, uh what was it the, the count out victory in aw 
and that's for a face to retain their title? This is not Ric Flair avoiding David Von Erich. I mean, or Wow it's, it's I told you, it's Orange Romani. <laughs> I, I mean, I know what it is that the guy can't lose, but this this didn't make sense. I, I mean, this would have been a good time for Lance Archer to have been up the security guards and, the, and saying, the new rules ban that, and then he gets disqualified for that. I mean, there's, there was there's a, a thousand ways to have booked this better, and they found a really bad way. I, I mean, I guess it made Lance Archer look strong, but stupid. Strong? But, he, but he's got... But he's got a manager out there who's supposed to be smart and keeping track of these things. Like he should have been yelling, "Get him! Get him! You don't win he on a count." Doesn't give Get a him. shit, man. He's just there for you a You mean the wrestling manager should have managed? <laughs> yes, that's, that's what I mean. I know this. I know these are crazy thoughts. I know I sound like a <laughs> well, crazy person, but we watched. We we just previously watched two hours of good wrestling, which mostly made sense. Yep. Well. No, I do not. I, 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 I think that there's going to be an auditor at some point, but he can still continue collecting them and just assigning them to Ring of Honor. <laughs> Ring of Honor. Ring of Horror. That's what I'm going to call right, it. But he, can, but, he can, but he can have the Ring of Honor people come over as a, as appearance talent and just pay them under the Ring of Honor bar- banner instead of the AEW banner and still get away with the same thing. If he really wants them, he can do it easily enough. They just have to sign an AEW release of injuries. Ugh, this company, unbelievable. I mean, I, they, they, I mean they're, they, they might be more complicated than that with insurance or whatever, but probably not. If you're a billionaire, you can pay for it. I mean, you, you can make you can make work if and, you want to. And that's why this battle of the belts thing, right? I'm sure they're contractually obligated to do these shows and whatnot. I don't know for how much longer, but after having such a good collision and then going to this, it's such a letdown. You know what I mean? It's it's like. They shouldn't even have this show going right after Collision, in my opinion, man. And you know what? If they had, if they had um, Lance Archer win, which technically Lance Archer won the match, so they should have at least played his music. Just it would have been unsatisfying. But if they actually had Lance Archer win and get the title and surprise us all, I would have felt he didn't so win the much match, Jeff. What's that? He didn't win the match. Orange Cassidy won the match. It was by countout. Yeah, but wasn't Orange Cassidy count to that? Yeah, he was no, on the Orange outside Cassidy, as well. No, though. he got back. No, he didn't. He was back in the ring when he landed the punch. So who got count? So when was Lance Archer out for a ten count? I didn't even see that. That's the fucking problem. That doesn't make sense. This match man. ended that way. That's what I'm saying, man. Re- go back and re. I mean, don't go back and rewatch this fucking match. But go back and rewatch no, the no, ending. Yeah, yeah. It was you Orange Cassidy lands the punch inside the ring. Um, cause he like jumped in the ring and landed a punch and yeah, Lance Archer was outside the ring. It was a count out that nobody fucking heard a 10 count and the announcers never goddamn called anything to, to order. Like th- this, this finish was so fucking bad. I saw Orange Cassidy on the ground and then, and the medical is working on the tape of his hand. Okay. Listen, I'm going to take yeah, your yeah, word. Yeah. Obviously, right, with it, obviously the I timekeeper the sort of, I, 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 I Never mind. Obviously, I, I'm no longer qualified to opine on yeah, this. Yeah, because what, what I don't understand, like you said, Jeff, we see Orange Cassidy, like, on the floor, rolling over like a friggin' pig, right, in mud, pretty much, mm-hmm. while the doctors are attending to him. And then Lance Archer, at the same time, is just like a caged animal 
but not caged. He was just, I don't know what the fuck yeah, he was wasn't, doing. Wasn't he stomping around in the ring? I mean, he yeah, was the one in the no, ring, No, he was stomping around on the outside, like, as well. Oh, that's outside, why I'm confused. Okay. That's why I don't know what the hell's going on. So you're Never saying mind. that, I'm not helping that me Archer <laughs> lost due to count out, but they're both outside at the same time. I'm puzzled. And we didn't hear a count. Again, the yeah, the punch from Orange Cassidy was from inside the ring. He was inside. Right. So, so then was, how did... Orange Cassidy was inside the ring a second and a half more than Lance <laughs> Archer. <clears throat> yes. Okay. All right. Listen, wow. Listen, fair enough. I'm Whatever. lost. I'm okay. lost. I'm legitimately lost now. It's a fucking stupid way to end a match. But anyway, yeah, okay, let's move on. The Acclaimed <laughs> come down with a good little rap. They talk about cowboy girls. Um, which hey, there's some hot chicks know. in that crowd. Yeah, I'm. I'm just not sure. Like, does Max Caster like cowboy girls? He said he I does. I told you he's I... not gay. He's not gay, man. I'm telling you. Well, maybe that's the kind of girl he likes. But yeah, they were. They were. They they, they kept going back to those same two in the front row. Oh, the blonde one and the brunette. <laughs> they weren't that great. They were all right, but like, come for, on, come on. That that re- that's wrestling crowd for camps. wrestling. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Fair um, enough. I, that's true. But <sighs> I I did like this line. He said, "They're so hot. They should." play for the flames in calgary everybody loves the acclaimed um of course they were obviously the in the flames from the area yeah of course the you flames are so? fucking terrible by the way like the like the calgary flames are like one of the worst teams in the nhl and they're just gonna get worse they're so bad that they had about three stars this offseason demand trades out of Calgary. So wow. they probably shouldn't play for the Flames if they're hot. Um, well, maybe they should. Has the Saddle Dome actually yeah. been upgraded to Chris, do you know? Uh, yeah, and I know they're, 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 I think that they finally did get approval to build a new arena. Um, oh, so they are. They, did, they just built a new one in Edmonton. Yeah. It's like 45 years old. It's a really old building at this point. Anyway, uh, Bowens takes the mic, and uh, he says that uh, they're getting another shot at the trio's title next week. Everybody loves the acclaimed. Why? Because um, they've been winning so, so many trios matches, Jimmy. Oh, really? When? On what show? Usually Rampage. Dark and <laughs> Elevators. But Dark is in the darkness for good now. And same with the elevator one. I mean, maybe there's a new show that we don't know of. That's what it's called. AEW, we don't know of. AEW, no ideas. Um, <laughs> all right. At this point, my six-year-old came out to watch with me. So we're going we're gonna to get some commentary from Freya um, on the Taya Valkyrie versus Tony Storm match. Um it's an Oof. AEW Women's Championship match. Taya Valkyrie comes out acting like a face because she's Canadian. So Fuck confused. me. You don't have to do this with every goddamn Canadian in Canada. This is not fucking necessary. She's been a heel. Let her be a goddamn heel. She's <laughs> not from Calgary. She's from BC. Ugh. Yeah, and she was crying like she was from Calgary for crying out loud. Yeah, I saw that. That she's crying, and my da- my daughter Freya says the red girl is going to win, Daddy. And I I thought I'm going to have to explain to you why you should not buy lottery tickets. Ah, <laughs> um, oh, your daughter. At least she said the red awesome girl, dude. not the fat girl. <laughs> yeah. 
that has she has she said that has she said that before Chris? <laughs> yeah she's pretty she's not she's not really rude uh, although she will sometimes be like why does that man have brown skin daddy and i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh, anyway, she says she's cheering for Tony Storm because uh, Tony Storm is wearing Freya's favorite color and also, and I quote, and has cute little buns. Which I'm pretty sure she buns. meant the hair, but I thought, yes, Are you sure? she does. You're right. <laughs> no, 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 no. Tony Storm does have cute little buns. Um, she does indeed. Anyway, Storm wins via cheating. There was a problem with the recording, and uh, I missed the end. Yep. They did replay it at the end of the show, but I went back and watched on YouTube because I didn't know if they were going to do that or not. So, so this was, this was great. First, first of all, the screen just goes uh, blank. It, 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 yeah, it goes blank for a while. Then they go to commercial, which they figure out, and it comes back. And then I see the Julia Hart match from last week where she's fi- facing uh, 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 the, the uh, Piper Niven lookalike. Uh, and I'm weird because I'm like, wait, Julia Hart, what are they, and what, wasn't she wearing something different like 20 minutes ago? And and then then all of a sudden that ends, and then I see Rick, Ian Riccoboni with his cowboy hat looking so excited going, I'm told that we had a satellite feed problem due to the bad weather in Calgary. We apologize for that, but many of our audience didn't see Tony Storm and they stops. Now, I figured just because he mentioned Tony Storm that she retained, but then like 10 minutes later they on commentary, they goes, so those fans who missed it, you missed the end of Tony Storm retaining a championship. And I, if they said we're going to replay at the end, I don't know. My DVR did not react to that, and and I didn't feel it was important enough to, to watch the end. So, uh, Chris, t- tell me what I missed. Uh, basically, just um, uh, Ruby with an elbow uh, to Taya from the outside, and then that allowed Tony Storm to hit the Storm Zero and get the win. That's all. Okay. So another, so another pile driver type move, which is yeah. allowed, even though Something's it was on the band. Something is not right about this so-called list, Jeff. I think because we well, still had swearing, we had a bunch of pole drivers. Well, I don't know, it's, man. It, it's not exactly wrong for two reasons. One, the list said pre-approval. The other. Remember, remember, my report is different from everybody else's. Everybody's report is this is coming from from AW now. My report is part of the contract extension. The contract extension doesn't start till January first, twenty twenty four. They can so do whatever saying... the fuck they want until then. I mean, it's 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 against the spirit of what your network minder wants you to do, but it's not breaking any rule. Well, as long as he turns up to those meetings in his cowboys like garb again. They got new. They got more money than eighty-five million, Jeff. Well, you think it takes a lot of money for Tony to get his cowboy hat costume? <laughs> that was a million bucks, Jeff. I'm telling you now, <laughs> straight up. He looked okay. like a million bucks. I'm not following your thread, but you know what? I'm just gonna let the thread go. <laughs> yeah. Seriously, you need to grow the fuck gonna, up. We're just That's gonna leave I'm that saying. thread blowing in the wind. <laughs> Seriously, he needs a grab. Um, he really looks right. like a child, Chris. He did. Well, he always looks like a child. Um, sometimes no, he really, looks like a child really... dressed up as Orange Cassidy. Oh, God. And that's why that, that orange prick is not going to lose for a good year, at least. I Man, he needs to lose soon because it's just bothersome at this point. Anyway, the Owen Hart tournament winners are awarded their cups and belts by Martha Hart, 
who I was informed earlier in the day um, by one Jeff Lipman wasn't in the arena. Yes, and I was informed earlier in the day by one Don Tony on the Don Tony show that she wasn't in the building. So shame on but me. You corrected for this. yourself, though, even yesterday, didn't you? Yes, of course I corrected myself, You're but right, I yeah. didn't want to throw anyone else under the bus. But yeah, I mean, Don Tony is usually pretty reliable with stuff like he is. that. <laughs> he um, actually is. And he was wrong, but that means I was wrong. And uh, so I'm, I'm glad I was wrong because, I mean, literally, I mean, that would have meant that, that Tony Khan didn't coordinate with her and whatever she was doing was more important, you know, unless there was some sort of emergency, which there were. Anyway, she came out. She wasn't in an Easter dress, but she was in she was also in a like a cowboy costume, which you know, was OK. But she's also desperately trying to look young. She still kind of looks yeah. the same, though. It freaks me out, man. Chris, honestly, does she still not look like the same Martha Hart? from 1999 to 2023 in many ways she she really has not aged poorly she, we'll put it that she way she hasn't yep. man but you know what else disturbs me chris i was saying this to jeff yesterday like she's think... like she's not on like our truths level of aging well no. but she's she's pretty she's she's still you know for her age hey yeah. hey you know <laughs> she's <laughs> very british <laughs> I know what you're saying, Jeff, but you know what? I've always thought about it. Chris, I'm going to ask you this. I said it to Jeff yesterday, but I have to ask you this. Since she you're a Canadian. I know. Oh, I think we both agree to that. Oh, oh you're asking I'm me a different a, question. Okay, go ahead. It's a different question. Stop thinking with your dick, Chris, please. <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> no, but really, do you think her and Owen could possibly be related? <laughs> because they kind of look alike, man, when you think about it. Huh? Um, no, really. I mean, think far about it for a minute. We're all related, but yeah, not well. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, but really, don't they kind of look weirdly alike, sort of? I mean, oh, a little stop. bit. Please. <laughs> a little bit. I'm just saying. I'm um, just saying. It's a bit kind of. I know. Weird. I'm just saying. Just please stop saying. <laughs> So anyway, the dead man's cousin, who was also his wife, gave a nice speech. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I'm not reviewing the speech. It was nice, though. She, she seems like a it. really nice lady. And then and then Willow held up the, her stuff, and then Ricky Starks held up his stuff and didn't heal at all. He held up his stuff? We can't be clear about anything in this fucking company. Like, just have Ricky Starks be like, yeah, thanks, and then walk off. Like, I... Yeah. I, like, I I know it's it, that's not the spirit of this, but like that's the spirit of professional wrestling. Take his cup, take his belt, say thanks, Martha, okay. and then just uh, fuck off. Actually, you know what? Don't be surprised if he was trying to act like Owen Hart, and that's why he was doing what he's doing. He was ribbing everyone, Chris. Yeah, I guess that. Don't be surprised. That makes sense. I, I, this happened last year. When two heels won and they were both up there smiling and happy like faces and not keeping kayfabe. And yep. I, I see this as a problem. I see it as a minor problem, but it was real weird. But but it's 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 worse because like when Britt and Adam Cole did like they had been heels for a while, so okay, enjoy the moment. But Ricky Starks turned heel that night. Like yeah. so, to, so to just bask in the moment in in a happy facey kind of little boy kind of way, it's just weird. I I, I thought that, that that was sort of dopey. 
Don't be indeed. Yep. Weird choice. Weird choice. Um, all right. Main event time for Battle of the Belts. The TNT Championship match between Sean Spears and... There was some question about this. Uh, it's Luchasaurus, though, who he's facing. Um, Freya says she Yo. really likes the smoke and the eyes from Sean Spears. So, cool. <laughs> eyes yeah. and the smoke. Well, it's Sean Spears is a face... So he comes out with the demonic white contact lenses and, and the smoke with a, a spooky entrance, almost as spooky as Luchasaurus's. Make this make sense. Uh, what is this? The Battle of the Lizzies? Uh, because AEW. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like dueling reptilian tribes. Is that what you're trying yeah. to say? They're battling for the... For it, was Dra- the Dracos, it was the Dracos versus the, the reptilies. I see. Okay. <laughs> no, no. This was a reli- this was a religious battle between the reptilians. This was so you had the original reptilians defending the <laughs> defending their 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 chair worshiping, and uh, the, the the red oh. reptilians have converted to Christianity. <laughs> well, okay, I like well it. I mean, Todd says Luchasaurus is defending for Christian, or is it defending for Christianity? Huh? Huh? Mm. That's yeah. pretty bad, but still. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. Luchasaurus starts in control with his strength. Uh, we come back from break, and Spears is finishing a 10-punch in the corner. That is bad production. You you shouldn't <laughs> go to break and then have a different person in charge of the match when you come back from break. Also, show us the fucking 10-punches. That's a big spot for people. People like that, especially for Sean Spears. They like to count to 10. Um, <laughs> Spears yeah. chases Christian around the ringside, allowing Luchasaurus to chokeslam him through a table as the ref talks to Christian. Um, Christian calls for the end. Luchasaurus goes for the chokeslam. There's a kick out uh, for a nice little near fall. And uh, uh, Christian nearly costs Luchasaurus the title as he sets up the chair. It backfires, but Luchasaurus gets the win anyways. That's the end. Christian holds up the title uh, like he just won the like he just won the match, which is great. He taps Luchasaurus on the head like a little boy to get him to let him down. Good stuff. Uh, what did you think of the match, Jimmy T? Seriously, don't don't ask me this question because I can show you what I thought of the match without actually saying anything. Can I show you? Well, it's an audio podcast, so show me. Like hook. That's how I felt. Okay. That's, oh, cool. That goes out to you, Ben Shlomo. Well, at least you shortened <laughs> the clip, but you shortened it the wrong place. Like, you should start with the cracking of the I clip. didn't shorten it. I just stopped it. Oh, thank you. You can do that? Oh, God. I can, yes. All right. But it does get better, really. I want to cut the ending towards Jimmy the end. Can... That's when it gets kind of good. Right. But anyway, sorry. Jimmy okay. can do anything well, he wants. He is an audio wizard. Wow. But even though that was visual, but, you know. Well, that, that, that's that's why I was trying to do some commentary because, like, while we're on visual right now, like, 
most people listen to the show. Uh, anyway, what did I think of the match? I, I I don't know what to think. This was just this, this was just a match. It was sort of silly and and I, I don't know. I didn't I didn't much like it. It was it was sort of a little bit of a cluster, but it was like an organized cluster. Like I think the match went more or less exactly how they planned it to go. I just didn't like it. Yeah, plight. That's all I'm saying. Mm. Yep. Couldn't care less. Pretty much. All right. So then we're going to go ahead and we're going to separate these shows um, because I think that they deserve separation. Uh, Collision from Battle of the Belts. Let's talk first about Collision uh, and let's get some letter grades. Uh, Jeff, we'll go with you first. What letter grade did you give Collision tonight? I'm going to give it an A+. I mean, while I was baffled by the Ricky Stark's turn, just because I'm baffled by it doesn't mean that something good doesn't come of it. I have my doubts, but in the night, I mean, it was a head scratcher, but still, I mean, that doesn't overcome, a, you know, a match of the year candidate in, in a great two out of three falls uh, tag match. I thought the women's match was fine, which in AEW, that is more than I can hope for. And then I thought, uh, you know, okay, well, the House of Black thing, that didn't, that was maybe, maybe, okay, just an A, not an A plus. I even didn't mind, obviously, I didn't mind the QTV thing as much as everyone else did. Uh, I, I you know, sometimes when you watch certain shows, you just have to know that you're going to swallow some turds. And and I know that this this turd is not done being digested just yet. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, Jimmy T, letter grade. As a whole or just for collision? Collision. Just collision. We're separating B- because it's not fair B to plus. collision to tack on Battle of the Bells. Right, right. B, B, <laughs> B plus, actually. Oh. I mean, I could have gone with an A, but it wasn't a perfect show, but it was a great show, like, to be fair. Second best show probably since week one, I actually think. Just number two. You know what I mean? It could have easily been the best one, totally, but I'll say it's number two. And, yeah, so B+, plus, I think. And Tony looks right. so cute. Yeah. Okay, fuck that. A for Tony looking cute. That, By that, of course, I mean Tony Khan, not Tony Storm. <laughs> I'm talking about Tony Khan. <laughs> you, you think I was talking about Storm? Please. Yeah, wow. <laughs> what? He did. Look at him. He was a little... He looked like a little How rascal. did I, I wind up on a I mean... podcast with two guys who are more impressed with how cute Tony Khan is than Tony Storm? What the fuck is going on here? I've never really been into Tony Storm, and I, and I hear that there was a nip slip during the, the, the thing, and I don't care because she's got no boobies. Um, but yeah, Tony, Khan, Tony Khan's just like a cute little fella. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, Chris. Like, Jeff was explaining it to me yesterday, right? And honestly, the way he described it is exactly what I saw. So just for that alone, A minus. Cute little fucking TK. All right. Well, the show gets an A minus from me too. That that's my <laughs> that's my actual grade. Um, the start man, such a great match, and I did like the women's match. It was very quick, and it made sense why it was quick. Um, my only problem is, and maybe this is a bit of a nitpick, but if they would have turned Ricky Starks during the main event um, and had that make a little more sense, this show would have been an A plus, and I would have said this was the best. This was the best episode so far of Collision, um, but just that tiny little detail there uh, brings it down to an A minus for me. Um, still, 
super good show, man. If you're going to watch one show, one professional wrestling show from the week, this should be it by a mile. Um, all right. Now, now let's get into Battle of the Belts. This uh, I did C plus maybe there was a bunch of stuff on here that was bad. The the count out victory without anybody hearing anything. Um, just all kinds of stuff there that I didn't like. Um, yeah, it's going to get a it C+. Was plus. Amateur it, was still, it was amateur hour. It was the least important hour of professional wrestling from AEW when, you know, uh, on a week when they actually have Rampage, um, which is saying something. But, um, yeah, I don't know. C+, plus, it was fine, but I, I didn't particularly like it. Like it. it was certainly a big step down from what I thought was a really excellent collision. Uh, we'll go backwards again here. So, Jimmy, you're next. What do you think of of Battle of the Belts? Straight up, if if because it's a waste of time, a waste of a show. I don't even know why Battle of the Belts is called Battle of the Belts. It should be called Battle of the Jobbers. That's it. I mean, that's what it essentially is. Have we ever had a world title match on Battle of the Belts yet? I don't think we have. If we have, it certainly wasn't important enough to remember. <laughs> if we have, exactly. it, was, it was the first one. I mean, the, the, when they I think that was the them. TNT Championship that highlighted the first one. As a matter of fact, I Cody yeah, I don't remember. and back Guevara. When, back when they pretend it was an important show. Uh jeez. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's hard to separate the shows, but I'm going to try. Um, I mean, one, you had that confounding finish to the international title match which was i mean i still don't understand what i what i saw and what i didn't saw and i, I swear i watched the match twice i know actually. me too i'm confused um, too i mean granted i wasn't paying attention the first time because we were podcasting but the second time i thought i paid attention uh you get you get an actual satellite glitch which you know i, I understand it's out of their control but then but then when they get back to it they show you part of a match from last week and then just <laughs> and just cut that end and don't and then i don't know this was weird um sean spears does um, these matches there was they were booked 24 hours you know within a, a week to 24 hours i did i don't want to give this an ah if this was a rampage if this was an episode of rampage i probably would have given it a c plus but this is battle of the belt so i'm gonna go with jimmy i gotta go f trying to see myself to d minus but i can't Right. Well, uh, apparently, I'm the nicest one out of the three of us on Battle of the Belts. That's probably due to the fact that I didn't watch any other wrestling all week because I was on vacation. Uh, (laughs) Lucky you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm being Um, serious. Lucky. (laughs) Yeah. All right, gentlemen. um, Let's do plugs. Uh, Let's go, Jeff first. Jeff, where can people find you if they want to hear more from you? I can't imagine that you do, at least not wrestling, after the last two days of doing about 97 podcasts. Uh, but on Twitter, at IcarusFellMD. You can find me on Hami Media Group on this show, Wreckage, on, on Cage, where we cover Rampage, and on Smack Attack, where we focus on SmackDown, but we talked about a whole lot of other things, mostly wrestling this week. Hey! And on the PWC, you know, pretty much on most, if not all, of the shows there. 
Also, uh, Hammerlock Hangover is a wrestling podcast also on BWC with Steve Pena, not these guys. So a little bit of a different flavor. Me being mean to somebody else instead of Jimmy. Um, so, so that's good. Uh, and then Garden of Doom and Garden Views, not wrestling at all on both uh, the PWC Network and the Hami Media Group. And uh, Garden of Doom is more cult, esoteric, uh, things that go bump in the night, paranormal, ufology, theosophy, you name it, a little history, alternative history. Garden of Views tends to be a little bit more topical, but interests that I believe are broadband uh, interest. Uh, so, for instance, this week on Garden of Doom, we have... we. We dive into who shot Kennedy, and this coming week on Garden Views, we're gonna we're gonna fly into aviation law. So check that stuff out. And if rumors are correct, I will be doing a live sort of freestyle Garden of Doom on the Wrestling Soup Network Discord, which is free if you join it. And if rumors are true, Anthony Missionary Thomas is going to be my co-host. Nice. Cool. Right on. We'll take take a take a take a listen to all of that stuff. Uh, Jimmy, you're the one controlling the music. Do you want to smoke a bowl while you're uh, while you're letting us know your plugs? Or, well, don't tempt me because there's one waiting for me right meow, just quietly. <laughs> and the reason the reason why I'm playing this tune is because uh, it sums up Battle of the Belts. Everyone was stoned during this uh, so-called event. Not just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, really though, from production to the weather to the satellites. To TK and his weird cowboy childish looking clothing. Anyway, but if you want to find me, you can on Twitter at DJ Mass Effects, and you can find us also at the PWC Network. Like and subscribe right here on channelattitude.com, where for five bucks you get the best talk in all of wrestling and harminmediagroup.podbean.com for all our affiliate shows. And I think that's a wrap, boys. Right on. Well, you can catch me at all of that same kind of stuff, the PWC Network. Um, I am back. I'm off vacation now um, after my collision in Calgary, the day before collision in Calgary. Um, I am I am back home. I made it home at about 1 o'clock in the morning, and then I watched these shows so that I could do this show for you, the wonderful people. Really, I was not that upset that, uh, that Jimmy was 45 minutes late today because it gave me just a little bit extra time to relax and wake up. Um, but I'm back. Uh, so I'll be back on the shows. I'll be back uh, right here <laughs> on channelattitude.com for a number of shows uh, this week. And uh, Hami Media Group, PwC, etc. You can find me on Twitter. I'm at ChrisAms1. Uh, I've been Chris Ams. That's been Jimmy T. Jeff Lipman. You've been a wonderful audience. We love you. Thank you. Good night. Goodbye. Olay. Mwah. Stay with my friends. PWC Network, what the world is watching and listening to.